Have you ever just been on fire for God? You know, you have that mountaintop experience. Maybe you go to a spiritual conference, a revival meeting, or off on a retreat. Or man, I remember when I went to to camp as a as a young man. And uh, maybe you have just gotten off uh, on your own into nature and had an experience with God and you're just in love with him. You're on fire for God. You can't wait to get into the word. You pray all the time. You can't wait to serve people. And then you come down from the mountaintop. And at first uh, you, you, you are still on fire for God. You, you are, you're like going to church three times a week and attending Bible study. You stay uh, you come in early and you stay late talking to people. Yeah, you know, you're going to uh, some kind of weekday study. You have your life group, your small group, and you're just your your life is just full of Christian activities. And then you attend worship week after week, and you sing a few songs, and you listen to the sermon, and you you try to engage in the prayers that are being prayed, and. Then some weeks as you go along, um, the, song, the, the songs just don't move you like they used to. Some weeks the sermon just doesn't connect. And the prayers get longer and longer. And it seems like the more you go to church, the less fire you have. Maybe you uh, start to drop out of your weekly Bible study that you attended and Maybe you stop getting up earlier, staying after worship to attend Bible class, and your spiritual walk just isn't as exciting as it was before. Your desire to get into the Word just kind of fades away, and all of a sudden you find that you're just attending church out of this sense of duty. You don't really feel any connection to God anymore. And you begin to wonder, well, what is wrong with my church? Why am I even coming here? What is going on? Why why do they not fill me with the fire? Why, why can't I get back to that mountaintop experience? And you look at how far you've fallen from that, that place you were where you were on fire for God. And you long to get back there. I think all of us as Christians are always longing for that spiritual fire. Don't we all want revival in our life? Don't we want to experience God in that way, in that personal way, in that connected way all of the time? Well, that is exactly what this series is all about. Hello and welcome to Iron Supplements. I am your host, Kevin Trent. And this series is born out of uh, a desire that I have for God to honor Him, to to have a connection, but most of all, to do what He has called me to do, which is to help others connect with Him as well. And so we are starting a new series. You are joining us in week one, and we are going to talk about how to ignite a spiritual passion for God like you have never experienced in your life how to fan the flame to get you to that point where you are on on fire for doing God's will, 
and then how to sustain that over the next several weeks. That is what this is all about. But today we're going to start just by looking at where are you right now? And let me try to explain to you why it is that we go from those mountaintop experiences to these these spiritual lows and maybe you can get some insight to where you are we're going to assess your spiritual fuel today on iron supplements okay so this may seem like a strange place to find revival but i want to start this study in the book of revelation Revelation chapter 2, starting in verse 1 and going through verse 7. This is the letter to the church at Ephesus. To the angel of the church in Ephesus write, These are the words of him who holds the seven stars in his right hand and walks among the seven golden lampstands. I know your deeds, your hard work, and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. If you do not repent... I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place. But you have this in your favor. You hate the practice of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Whoever has ears, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who is victorious, I will give the right to eat from the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Okay, let's see if we can break this down, kind of outline what uh, is being said here to the church at Ephesus. It sounds like this church at Ephesus had a lot of great things going for it. I mean, they were hardworking. You know, they didn't tolerate wickedness. They tested false apostles. They endured hardship and persevered. And yet, with all of those great things going for them, they were missing something. And it was something important. In fact, it was so important what they were missing that it made everything that was good about them totally irrelevant. As a matter of fact, Jesus calls them to repent, to turn around because they were going in the wrong direction. He even warns them that if they don't turn around, that their lampstand will be removed. What that means is that they will cease to exist as a church, that God would remove them. So what was happening at the church at Ephesus is exactly what happens to us. I think that they lost their spiritual fire for God. You know, they didn't stop working. They had their doctrine right. They didn't accept false teaching. They weren't about to let their church be taken over by wickedness. They were enduring hardship and plugging away at it. They just didn't have any fire for God. What was happening at Ephesus is that they had exchanged their worship of of God 
their relationship with him, their spiritual fire for religion, for sacred practices, for correct doctrine. They went from serving God out of love and devotion to serving out of a sense of religious duty. And by trying to keep themselves pure, they forgot to love God and to love people. Ultimately, what happened was that they had gone from worshiping God in spirit and in truth to worshiping in the flesh. And this is what tends to happen to all of us. This is why we lose our fire. We forget what it was that first caused us to be on fire. And let me tell you, it wasn't any of the religious practices. It wasn't the great singing. It wasn't the, the, the prayers themselves. It wasn't a great lesson. It was the connection to God. It wasn't because of the things we were doing as much as it was that we had shed our carnal, sinful nature and were experiencing God in the Spirit in spirit and in truth. That is what fires you up when you connect with God in a spiritual way. But what we tend to do is think that the rituals themselves are what connect us to God, but they aren't. The, 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 those rituals are actually totally meaningless unless they're done in the spirit. So what I've come to learn is that when I am really struggling in my faith, it's not because I'm not doing the spiritual practices. It's more because I'm focused on that on religion than I am on that connection. I'm more focused on getting my doctrine correct than letting his word penetrate my heart. And I've uh, experienced this so many times over the course of my life, uh, this up and down, getting close to God and letting him revive me, and then uh, cooling off, um, that I have developed several different indicators. I can see in my life what's going on. Uh, I've noticed that, I, 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 that there are things that I do, and I can recognize them to recognize when I am acting in my flesh or whether I'm acting in the Spirit. And so today, what I want to do is kind of give you the the gift of my experience. So I've developed this list of several questions. Uh, there are many different questions that I can ask to, to see if I'm walking in the flesh or whether I'm walking in the spirit. And so stay tuned. We're gonna look at that list of questions. Okay, so there are several of these questions, so let's just jump right into them. I think when I'm assessing whether I am into the, uh, the Spirit of God and walking in the Spirit and have my mind set on what the Spirit desires or whether I'm walking in my own desires, what my flesh desires, uh, there are certain things that I notice in my life. And the first thing I notice is in my relationship with God, I look at my prayers and my Bible study. And I look at my prayers and I, I, I ask, are my prayers relational? or transactional? Am I trying to just uh, 
uh, go through my prayer list and ask God for all the things that I want him to do for me? Or am I in my prayers really seeking a connection with him and trying to to uh, have a relationship with him and, and knowing what he desires for my life is his will above my own? Is it more about my connection with him or is it about the list? And then I, I look at whether my, my prayers are uh, kind of rote or am I praying the same thing over and over again? Uh, or are, my, are they just really genuine? Are they really pouring out of my heart? And then uh, ultimately, do, do I have a regular prayer life or sporadic prayer life? Uh, am I always in contact and conversation with God? Or uh, do I rarely talk to Him? I find when I'm really struggling in my faith, that the first thing to go is is my prayers, my my connection with Him, and not only uh, do I want to uh, in my relationship with God have these prayers and where I'm talking to Him, but I also want to hear back from Him, and truly the way that we hear from God is through His Word, and so I have to look at uh, my Bible study and where am I getting the Word of God. Uh, and one of the questions I have to ask is, am I only getting the Word of God from somebody else? Am I only listening to sermons or podcasts or lessons? Or do I have my own personal connection with the Word of God? Um, when I get truly fired up, I have a passion for looking at the Word of God. And when I'm walking in my flesh, I find myself more just getting the word from uh, outside sources. Not that there is wrong anything wrong with either one of those, but that is an indication to me. What, when I am fired up, I recognize that I want to get into the word of God. And then I have to look at, is my, is my uh, Bible study, when I am into the word, is it disciplined? Am I doing it regularly? Am I often in the word? Or is it just occasional? Um, and uh, when I have a passion for God, I'm always in His Word. Always in His Word. And then finally, in my relationship with God, I have to look at just, you know, do I have any habitual sins to confess? And am I trying to hide anything? You know, I can convince myself that I can have a great relationship with God and still keep this ugly side, this dark side of me going. I have uh, uh, an ongoing uh, struggle with sexual sin in my life, and there is a tendency uh, to hide that. And uh, in evaluating where I am, I, I just need to evaluate, am I hiding anything? Do I have any secret or habitual sin to confess? Or is my life an open book? Uh, now, I do want to stop here, just pause here for a second and recognize the tendency that we have to look at our shortcomings and, uh, and to think, well, we just need to try harder. We just need to do more. Uh, if I'm not in um, regular Bible studies, what I have to do is just get into the Word every day. I have to force myself to do it. I have to get up early and do those things. That is all, not at all what I'm trying to imply that you need to do. Uh, 
what I'm ultimately saying is this is an indication of a greater problem. And the greater problem is your fire, your heart, your love for God, your relationship with God. And so if these things are struggling, I think the first thing you have to do is look at where your relationship with God, are you doing the things you did at first? And ultimately it comes down to, like I've already said, when we are on fire for God, it's because we are connected to Him spiritually. We have a spiritual connection with Him and not a fleshly con- con- <laughs> connection with Him. <laughs> so easy to say. A connection with Him that is in the spirit or in the flesh. That's what we're trying to decide. Um, so that relationship with God is one. Zeal, uh, my love for God, my devotion, my my uh, passion for God, uh, what I look at in my life, or is my life, uh, in my life, am I more focused on my devotion or my devices, right? If I am into God or am I into myself, it's big, it's easy to see. When I am into myself, I'm all about comfort and uh, entertainment and what's going on in the world and my nose is in my phone or or watching a screen somewhere and and I'm spending less and less time with God so uh devotion or devices does God get my first fruits or my leftovers or hardly anything at all or nothing at all like does God get the first and best of me am I focused on him above all things uh, or do does God get, you know, if I have anything left over, he gets what is left over? Or does God get hardly any any part of me or any anything that I have? I think that is uh, an indication of whether I'm uh, focused on him or focused on myself. And then this is a big one. Am I fired up or burned out? I've seen so many ministers get burned out in their ministry. And walk away from what they're doing for God. And you wonder, how can a minister who loves God so much get burned out? And the truth is, it happens all of the time because we tend to walk in our flesh and even serve in our flesh rather than serve in the Spirit. And so I have to really examine, you know, even what I'm doing uh, for God. If I'm getting burned out in what I'm doing for God, I know that I'm doing it in my own strength and in my own flesh. Because when we trust in God, we have this promise, you know, that uh, even even youths grow tired and weary, and young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They'll rise up with on wings like eagles. They'll run and not grow weary. They'll walk and not be faint. That's the promise of God for those who are relying upon His strength and trusting in Him rather than trusting in themselves. So uh, between our beyond our relationship with God and our love and devotion, our zeal for Him, I also look at my love for the church. And do I really love the church? Am I showing up? Am I just showing up? Or am I really pitching in? Uh, am I kind of a Sunday only, Sunday morning kind of Christian? Or do I have 
daily interaction with my brothers and sisters in the body. Am I more interested in what I'm getting out of it or what I bring to it? And I look at my spiritual gifts. Am I using my spiritual gifts to build up the body? Do I regularly participate in ministry? Am I serving people? Do I invite people to church? Beyond my love for the church, I have to look at, you know, if I love God, I love the things that he loves. And when I look at God, I know that he has a passion for his church, but I also know he has a heart for those outside of the church. I look at a God who is the, the good shepherd who leaves the 99 in, in the safety of uh, the, the herd and goes and searches for the one lost sheep. And so I know that if, I, if I'm really into my relationship with the Spirit, if I'm really connected with the Spirit, my heart is for what God has a heart for. And so I have to look at my relationship with others. And when I think about my relationship with others, I I ask these questions. Is there anyone whom I have not forgiven? You know, I can really tell if I am walking in the flesh, if I am angry, bitter, and resentful. If I have that in my heart, I know that I'm walking in my flesh. And then uh, how about my relationship with my wife or my significant other? Does that reflect the love and care that Christ has for the church? Or am I just looking for what that person should be doing for me? And then finally, am I actively seeking a relationship outside of the church with my neighbors and coworkers, with the lost? Am I regularly seeking a connection with people who are lost so that I might introduce them to God. I think it's important that we have these relationships. I I absolutely think it's important that we build strong friendships within the body to encourage us. But if we have a heart for God, we have a love for all people and especially for the lost. And if I do not have any connection with anyone who is lost, then I am walking. I'm trying to live out my Christian experience in a bubble. And that means I'm doing it in my own strength rather than his. I'm doing it out of my own desires rather than his heart. And so there you go, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I hope that those questions will help you in looking at your life and and dissecting uh, and examining the symptoms of whether or not you are connected in the Spirit. All of our problems as Christians are heart problems. They all come down to forgetting what we were doing at first. Because when we are fired up for God, we have that connection with God through the Spirit. And so uh, as we go on in this series, we will start to look at how we can ignite that fire, how we can practically go about uh, getting out of the flesh and into the spirit, and then how we can stoke 
that flame into a fire, a raging fire that will burn brightly, that will motivate you to to uh, be the Christian, the, the Christian brother or sister that God would have you to be, to, to connect with him and have that relationship with him, to be on fire for him, to have a strong fire going, and then how to ultimately, as we go on for even further down, how to keep that fire going. And so I hope that you are blessed by this. Come back and join me next week as we continue the series on revival here on Iron Supplements.